There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Money. My name's Glenn James, and on this bonus episode, I'm interviewing Georgia King, the co-host of She's on the Money. A lot of people might not hear from Georgia personally about her own situation, so I wanted to go deep. I wanted to ask her the tough, hard-hitting questions that a lot of you might be wondering and might find quite interesting if you do listen to She's on the Money. So this episode is brought to you by BPay. BPay, it's easy, it's convenient, it's flexible. When you're paying a bill, you've got choice with BPay. The customer reference number linked to that biller code is uniquely yours. So you could spread your payments out over the weeks, over the months, whenever it suits you. It is so flexible. And remember, they are trusted and secure. I've been using BPay for years. They've been around for over 20 years and they're offered by more than 150 banks and financial institutions. And it's all secure. For more information, you can head to bpay.com.au and you should obtain a PDS from your relevant BPay participant and consider whether BPay is right for you. Georgia, welcome to My Millennial Money. It's so great to have you on the podcast. Glenn James, thank you for having me. I am still so confused as to why I am here on this podcast, but couldn't be more excited. Well, number one, I wanted people to hear from the power behind She's on the Money. (laughs) I wanted people to hear the engine room of She's on the Money. Mm. So I thought, who better to get than Georgia King? I'm the gal. You're the gal. Secondly, um, do you want a job as a co-host on another podcast? Can I poach you? Yeah. Well, originally I thought this was a job interview rather than a (laughs) podcast interview. So I'm quite disappointed, but uh, no, No, I'm excited to chat. That's fine. And thirdly, are you usually two hours late? (laughs) Okay. I wholly blame Victoria Devine for my lateness. I pride myself on my timeliness. Uh, But as we were just saying before, Victoria and I were just recording for She's on the Money. So that did put us behind schedule. So, so sorry. We're here now. We're here. All right. So as you know, BPay, they've worked on She's on the Money. They've worked on My Millennial Money. We've done some cool stuff with them. And I thought I would say to BPay, like, hey, let me do an episode with Georgia from She's on the Money. I wanted to do it anyway. So can you pay me to chat with someone cool? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So thank you to BPay for getting behind this episode. And the team at BPay, I was meeting with them and I'm like, and they're cool, you know, they're cool people and they're, they're cool and all that. And I thought, mm-hmm. how can I make the episode more interactive? So I got them to record a couple of questions for us. Oh, stunning. So the first one is this. 
What kind of bill payer are you, organised and in control, or the type to set and forget? So where do you land in that camp, Georgia? Uh, Glenn, I am a set and forgetter because I am unorganised. So if I didn't do that, I would 100% be slammed with those late fees yeah. month on month. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, I think I'm probably more of a organised, in control, but also mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I the last thing I would want, and I probably need to be a set and forgetter, right? Because mm-hmm. the last thing I would want is an overdue fee. <laughs> Or like having, I I was driving my car around um, for two weeks uninsured. I forgot to pay it. And then I saw it. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, (laughs) But anyway, we got that sorted. Um, The next question is. How important is bill management to the overall budgeting slash saving process? I mean, it's pretty essential because, I mean, you can easily forget them, but they they rack up over the journey, don't they? So you do need to factor them in. Otherwise, they can completely sabotage your budget and your savings plans, right? Yeah. How about you? Well, I... So obviously I do the Glenn James spending plan, which includes a cash hub where an allocation of money goes into the cash hub and builds up for bills. And to be honest when a bill is due, the money's there. So I've kind of, I think it is very critical for me. And, you know, there's a, we'll go to the next question because I'll actually answer it after we hear the next question. And that is. Um, What are some of the bill hacks you use or know of? So a bill hack for me, and kind of this all ties into my budgeting process, my saving process, my organized process is where possible, I'll always pay my bills yearly if I can save a fee. So there's a lot of insurances where they might charge you 10% more to pay monthly. Um, So I'll personally pay yearly uh, where I can. And often it is actually by BPAY. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. That's a decent hack. I think I've realized that I do that as well. But I, I do that because of the pain of like having to pay something on an ongoing basis rather than just like getting out of the way. Yeah. I don't know if that's a hack itself, but I just do the same thing for a different reason, I guess. And another like fun bill hack, I've just booked a ticket to come down to Melbourne uh, in uh-huh. a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. I, it's just such a coincidence that B pays our current, you know, show partner at the moment. And Qantas let you pay by BPay and there's no extra fees. Really? So where it, when it comes to like airfares, if I have to walk cash down to a dodgy guy at a Macca's car park and give it to him for a Qantas ticket, <laughs> I will do that if I don't have to pay the $10. So that was a hack that I actually just used yesterday. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. So, so thank you BPay for helping us uh, bring this episode and the podcasts to you. So- Georgia, for those who don't know you, you mm-hmm. are a host of She's on the Money. Yes, I am. There's more to you though. Your role <laughs> does not define you. Who are you? Oh gosh, who am I, Glenn James? You're just a regular down to Mars girl, aren't you? That's me, just a gal. <laughs> um, gosh, no, I feel like no one's really ever asked me that. Apart from in a job interview, which again, disappointed that this is not. No, so I am... One, I guess I'm one quarter now of uh, the She's on the Money on-air team. Mm. Uh, I work alongside the wonderful Victoria Devine on She's on the Money and that's pretty fab. But yeah, as you said, there is more to me. Uh, I'm also studying my Master's of Journalism, which is tracking along well. 
I'm a copywriter. I'm a gal who loves sport, loves exercise. And I, I feel like that's pretty much the gist of me. Like I'm very uninteresting, which is what I warned you when you invited me on this podcast, Glenn James. No, everybody has a story and everybody is so important and everybody is able to teach us and encourage everybody else because we're all just in this together. Now, before you were the host of She's on the Money, mm-hmm. like what was your money management like and has it changed? Look, I have always been really good with saving and with self-discipline kind of in all facets of my life. That's something that has just been a strength, just comes naturally, part of my personality. So because of that, I've managed to become quite a good saver. So as a consequence of that, I've now built up quite a substantial amount of savings. But if like anyone's listening who does listen to the podcast, they'll know that I don't yet invest, which is something that should have changed by now, having uh, hosted the podcast for a year and a half. But we're getting there, baby steps. Yeah, but I I would challenge that to say you'll start investing when you're actually ready. Mm, And I don't know if it is a, uh, you just can't be bothered or you're lazy or whatever. It could be that you have not decided what your overarching financial goal is. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, it's a little bit of that. And Mm. I mean, I think a house is probably somewhere down the line for George. But in saying that, my income as a freelancer is also quite inconsistent. Yeah. So I think kind of thinking about that and how I should be managing that more appropriately is something that has held me back from investing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. And are you, um, what's your living arrangements? Are you uh, married, single? Are you a prangle? Do you live by yourself? Do you live with other people? (laughs) Tell us about Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, last year during COVID, I spent it with my parents, which was big shout out to Joe and Jeff. If they're listening, mum probably will be. Um, What up, JJ? That was was great. Love you, Joe. Um, But I mean, before then I was in various share houses across Melbourne and now I live with my partner in Melbourne. So good. And what's your partner's name? So good. His name is Harper. What up, Harper? How are you, Harps? And share housing, any tips Mm -hmm. for people? Other than don't do it if you want sanity. (laughs) Yeah, look, I feel like my share house days are well and truly behind me, I hope. But there's a few things I picked up along the way. There is an app, which I am going to Google. What was it called? Split? Splitwise. 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 So Splitwise in the last share house uh, that I was in was like a lifesaver. We were all like ships in the night. We never saw each other. So we didn't really get a chance to chat properly, but like someone would buy the oil. You can just slap that into the app and then you all contribute like two bucks or whatever, uh, which strangely, it feels like quite a tight arsey kind of thing mm. to do, but it makes sure that everyone's paying their way uh, and keeps you all accountable. That was a handy tool. Yeah, totally. And so how long have you been with Harps? Two and a half years. Right. And where are we at with the money journey together? Do we have joint goals or individual goals? No joint goals goals yet. Still individual goals. Um, Yeah. It's, I mean, two and a half years. That's still pretty early days, right? I mean, I hope we'll be together forever, but, you know, life is crazy. Look, when it comes to relationship, Georgia, (laughs) I've got no freaking idea. (laughs) I mean, I've just got the view, whatever works, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, just vibe it out. Vibe it out. But no, I mean, that is something 
we talk about relationships and money on the podcast a lot, on mm. She's on the Money a lot. And it, it's one of those things that's really hard to navigate. And when you both think of money differently and you do have different goals, it can be hard to kind of come together and create those goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And do you have like plans to get an animal together or anything like that? As a- Not at the moment, but probably one day. And I think that is probably when we'd look at getting a joint account and working together. But mm. he is way younger than me. Um, he's in high school. Just kidding. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you will. Uh, we'll edit that out in me, post. We, <laughs> no, we won't. We'll he, leave it. Whatever. He's he's a, like a little bit younger than me. So you're going to get cancelled. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's all above board. Yeah. He is of age, my friends. Yes. Yes. So different different goals at this stage in life. Love it. Mm. What's your relationship with debt? Don't have any. Actually, that is fake news. I have a large hex debt that I am adding to every day. It's fake doing news. Doing my master's. Fake it's f- news. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But yeah, no debt beyond that hex debt, which I am, you know, obviously in a very privileged position to get to say that. But again, I was always, I always just really prioritised those savings, mm. um, which I think made the world of difference for me. I never had to lean on needing to go into debt. But obviously, I'm a very privileged person. So the big thing uh, with personal finance, it's like mm-hmm. car, rent or home and super, uh, they're kind of big, chunky assets that a lot of people have. What type of car do you have and how much did you spend on it? I have a Mazda 2. Uh, it's interesting, Glenn, we were just recording our episode on cars. Yeah, I know. I was, I've got a, um, a hacked thing and I can listen into all the She's on yeah, the Money stuff. So yeah, so you're across it. You're yeah, across it. Totally. Um, I have a very a very trusty Mazda 2, which I love. It's been a little, a little gem. Mm. Um, but back in the day, my parents helped me out with a, a good portion of what I paid for that. But I put, I think, four grand in at the time, which was all of my money. I feel like that makes me sound like a turd, Mm. but it's the truth. Yeah. Love it. Mm. And so obviously you do have a super account because you're an employee of life and, Mm -hmm. you know, we all, um, we all have super. Who's your super with? I believe I am with host. Host Plus. You believe. Is that what you're, you're freaking host a money podcast. I know, Glenn James. No, That's no, no. Why it's, it's fine. It's I'm, embarrassing. Look, what do they say? Those who can't teach. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't know why I'm on the podcast. I just asked the questions. You've got a good podcast voice. Oh, thanks. Maybe thanks. we should get you to do some voiceover stuff for us. Sure, sure. As long as I don't need to provide any financial advice or talk about who I uh, run my super with. No, um, not at all. We can set that up. What do you reckon the best thing you've ever done in life is? The best thing I've ever done in life? Mm. That's a big question. I mean, you'd have to say probably travelling. I spent four months. How long ago was that? Hang on, I need to get my... So about five years ago, Glenn James, I went traveling for four months around Europe, which is probably the most basic white girl answer I could have provided you. But I actually traveled with Devo, Alex Devine, who's Victoria's little sister. Um, And we just made memories to last a lifetime. So good. That's probably one of the best things I've ever done. Do you mean in a a financial sense or in a life sense? Life. I mean, and the reason I say this is because 
life isn't about money. If you ask me what the what's the best thing I've ever done, yep. So maybe just ask me. I don't know. Feed, <laughs> feed me that line. <laughs> hey, Glenn James, what's yep. the best thing you've ever done in your life? I, to be honest, real talk. Yeah, you know, mm. I don't want to bring the mood down. Uh, yeah. But you know, before my nan died, she was in hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And she was ninety-two when she died. She lived at home, you know, all the way, uh, and then she had a fall went into hospital, was in hospital two weeks and died in hospital. They said Mm. she woke up one morning, had a cup of tea, went back to bed and, you know, checked out. But the best thing that I ever did, and because she was a falls risk, I don't know if you've been to the hospitals and they put the beds really low to the floor. Right. And I, I would visit her probably every second afternoon and I would just sit on the floor next to her bed because it was really low and just chat. And it was just an amazing moment in time. And she was worried about where she was going to go and if she would be going back home and she would be crying. And I'm sitting on the floor next to this 92-year-old legend. Mm -hmm. And it was just such an experience that all the money in the world couldn't buy. Yeah. so That's beautiful, Glenn. Sorry about your loss. No, that's, that's that's beautiful. That's fine. And what I, I was probably the last person to take her outside. I got her on the wheelchair and took her outside. And, you know, with dementia, a lot of the times the short-term memory would go first. She'd keep asking, oh, so what's the time? What's the time? But she could remember when the Queen and, uh, and Prince Philip visited Australia and wow. they rode the royal train and because <laughs> Nan grew up and was from Wyong, she remembered in 1950s when the royal train drove through Wyong and she saw them. Oh, wow. And it was just this, you know, and Philip, he was a dashing chap. That's what she said to me. <laughs> Still got it. He does. Yep. So I guess all that to say is uh, when, you know, I asked people what the best thing they've ever done is, um, it's really not about money. No, it really is. And I think it also really comes down to those relationships uh, that we have in our lives as well. Like even saying travel feels a little bit frivolous now. Like I think it would be meeting Harper and uh, I don't know, just being born into an amazing family where, you know, I adore all of them. Like that's Mm. not the best thing I've ever done, but I don't know, maybe it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, yeah, and being surrounded by a lot of strong women, I have so many strong friendships mm. in my life. And, yeah, I think they're probably the things that I'm the proudest of and the most grateful for. So it's a little bit of a sidestep to the answer of your question, but... But we're here yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're here now. Here we are, getting deep on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, it's just so wholesome. Mm. So, Georgia, have you got 10 more minutes to spend with us? Because we're just going to take a quick break. I've got all day, Glenn James. All right, we'll be right back because I'm going to grab a water. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. As you know, this episode is brought to you by BPay and we asked you in the Facebook group how you've used BPay. 
Erin Jean says, I pay a small amount to each bill every fortnight, $40 for electricity, $20 for gas, etc. Most bills come in in credit now. Such an easy way to pay and forget about it. Uh, that's true. And if you are getting started on your budgeting journey, I would say any system that works for you is a good system. This is a really big one from Reese. I pay my rego with BPay, smiley face. Reese, I actually do that as well. And my rego is due and I will pay that uh, this week, actually. Erin Oxum, BPay is so good, makes paying car rego and whatnot so easy. I love how you can future date them to work with your pay cycle. Leah Marie, I've been using BPay for ages. I set up everything I could fortnightly via BPay and have never had an issue since. Rachel says, doesn't everyone use BPay? Am I missing something? See how I did my like sarcastic accent. Anyway, thank you so much, BPay, for supporting the podcast. Remember, guys, BPay, they're in your corner. You can head to bpay.com.au for more info. You should obtain a PDS from your relevant BPay participant and consider whether BPay is right for you. All right, we're back. And apologies that we didn't really prepare for this. It's just a chat. And I know that, you know, you didn't know that you'd be speaking about your love life and all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you agreed to come on the podcast with me, so. <laughs> Sucked in. That's a pleasure. How did you meet Harper? Uh, okay, weird story. Mm. So I used to work at Amaze. Uh, some people listening may know from Melbourne. It's on the Mornington Peninsula, the Enchanted Adventure Garden. We'll give them a plug. Great workplace. Uh, met Harps there. We were just mates. We were just chums. And then a couple of years later, he slid on into the DMs, uh, replied to a story or something, and love blossomed from there, Glenn. Wow. But, yeah, beautiful, beautiful tale. Love it so much. Mm-hmm. Do you Do you have, like the worst money mistake that you've ever made? Ooh. Or, mm, or, or do you like keep doing the same dumb thing over and over again with money? Look, okay, I have two answers to this question. Yeah. The first thing I keep on doing over and over with money and the biggest mistake is that I haven't invested yet and I know how foolish that is. But as we said earlier... I will get there. Mm. But the second answer to that question goes back to my travels in Europe when I chose to go on a $12 bus from one side of a country to another side or one side of Europe to the other side. Can't remember. Anyway, it was $12 and it was like a two-day trip when I could have paid $100 to fly there in an hour. Um, so that's kind of a reverse yeah, money yeah. mistake. I regret not spending the money, um, but I was 21 and foolish. So Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. If you had any money advice for a best friend... Like if you could distill everything that you've learned from hosting She's on the Money and your friend said to you, Georgia, help me out. Give me some advice. What do I do? My biggest messages would be delete Instagram or mute and unsubscribe from as many pages, brands, influencers as you can. Uh, just so all of that marketing is out of sight and out of mind. So if 10 grand dropped into your lap tomorrow, what Gucci bag are you buying? Oh, Glenn James, no Gucci for this girl. As you can see, I'm in my sportswear at the moment. I'm not really a glam gal, but what would I do? I'd probably put that towards a house deposit. Mm -hmm. 
Is that lame? No, mm. not at all. And so the house deposit, like, are you thinking I'll want to buy a house to live in or I want to buy a house and keep renting in town? What's your vibe? True. That's a good question. I would probably live in it for a while. I'd love to buy out of the city down the coast where I'm from. That would be the dream, but it's a very expensive dream. So I'll keep on dreaming. Where are you from? I'm from the Mornington Peninsula. So my family lives in Blair Gowrie, which is a lovely little beachy suburb. Mm. Yeah. South of Melbourne. An hour, an hour and a half out. It's quite a, quite a way away. Well, I'm an hour and a half north of Sydney, basically. Where are you? Um, have you heard of Terrigal? No. Gosford, uh, the entrance? Yes, yeah. yes. Gosford, yes. So I'm, oh, I'm a bit, I'm a fair way from Gosford. I'm about half an hour from Gosford. But yeah, I'm up on the beach an hour and a half out of Sydney. How good's the beach? I love it. Love, love it so much. Love the beach. Much. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> With your, so you want to buy a house to live in initially. Like, have you yeah. like realistically looked at, when you could pull the trigger on that? Yeah, again, would come back to having a consistent income, I think, to get the old approval from the banks. Um, but house prices down here, I'm sure it's the same in Sydney. Are oh, just it's wild. Criminal at the moment. Yeah. They're so wild. And I think down where I want to buy, because everyone's fleeing to the beaches because no one needs to work in the city anymore, the prices are just hiking up. So, How much do, would you need to spend where you'd want to buy and live. Ooh, I think maybe 650 would be cheap. Is that for a freehold house on a block yeah. or yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty good. It's pr- it's pretty good, mm. but I mean that would be a real dunger. Yeah. Like you'd need to you'd need to jazz it up to make it livable. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so 650 grand for maybe a bit of a builder upper. Like would you be looking at, you know, all things being equal, going in with harps? Do, does anyone call him harps? Yeah, yeah. I call him harps. Um, or is it something you'd want to do in your own name? Has he, uh, well, he's younger than you, so I won't be presumptuous, but I will presume that he doesn't already own a place. He does not, no. Is it something, because what I'm thinking is like, realistically, if you both had 30 grand each, you know, that almost gets you to a deposit and you could look at using the first home super saver scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not here to give unsolicited advice, <laughs> but hey, I will. It is welcomed. It is welcomed. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, no, I think it is something that I would want to do solo, totally. independent woman and all of that jazz. Totally. Um, yeah. That's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Is that all right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got no problem with that. It's just some people... And, and this is the funny thing, like you've talked to heaps of people doing their money stories and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Personal finance, it's actually personal. And, you know, on the Glenn James spending plan and the budget thing that I do, I say it's not, you know, the system, it's a system. And Victoria's budgeting program, it's not the system, it's a system. And you just yeah. need to find the A system that works for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is it. That is it. And, and it's like buying assets. It's like, no, I want to buy it on my own for whatever reasons. The reasons actually don't matter. It is what it is. It is what it is. I am what I am. Yeah. So do you like, what's your vibe with generosity and giving? Do you ever give money away to different causes or charities? Um, 
No, I, I'm an asshole. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I I haven't really done much philanthropy in my 26 years. Mm. But in saying that, I'm a more a gal who gives her time than her money. Mm. Yeah, I I used to work with a great organisation called Orange Sky Laundry. Oh, yeah, I know um, them. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. They're all over Australia. So that is, I kind of would prefer to be more active in the community than just um, throw my money at something, even though that's a great idea as well. Mm. No judgment there. Yeah. The more money thrown at the more causes, the better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not even investing yet. I'm not in a place to be generous with my money. I don't know what I'm doing. No, you're just Why am living. I a co-host of a podcast? I'm just living. Yes. Just being a gal. Do you have any, <laughs> like, careful. secret podcast goss? As in little like dirt on Victoria. Yeah, anything that? that we can like we can put this episode up and then tell yes. Daily Mail that Oh my god. Georgia King said something. Dishes the dirt. That would be huge. Yeah. My inside scoop on Vicky D. Uh, all I have is that she makes a great watermelon margarita. Really? I feel like that's the that's the only thing I know that like people of Australia may not yet know. I feel like you might have some insights as well. Have you got anything? Some goss. Some goss. Oh, I've always got podcast goss. What have you got? Oh, I no, nah, it, it can't. I can tell you the goss <laughs> off the record. Yes, not being recorded. Damn. You know, I I know a lot of stuff that's going on in podcast land. Do ya? Oh yeah, it's I'm, a pretty spicy space. What can I say? It's scandal after <laughs> scandal. <laughs> Um, mm. But, yeah. Well, do you have anything else you want to say? No, just that I'm so sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> no, it's fun. You're awesome. And, you know, you hold up that show. Oh, I'm not sure that that is true. You carry it. Hey, you it carry is, it. I, I, don't, I don't carry it. It would do very well without me. Um, but it is a joy to be, to be on the mic. Mm. I really do enjoy it, even though, yeah, I don't think I'm amazing at it, but I'm learning every day. So, yeah. Love it. Well. Love it. Thanks so much for just hanging out and chatting. I know a lot of people who listen to My Millennial Money listen to She's On Thy Money. And I think it's just great for people to hear more about you from the human side. Yeah. Like well, Georgia the person, not Georgia the podcast host. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm a, an intricate, crazy woman. So I'm sure it's been very insightful. Flash yeah. questions. Bam, bam, Talk bam. To me. Yeah. Favourite cuisine. Italian slash Japanese slash Mexican. Okay. Favourite drink. <laughs> Ooh, ginger margarita. Favorite band or music? Taylor Swift. I'm kidding, um, but <laughs> in all seriousness, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head um, that's cooler. Do you have a favorite movie? Ooh, I have a cool answer when people ask me this: Fight Club. Wow. But really, Twilight. But really, Twilight. Yeah. No. It's, they, look, they're very similar. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> they're very, very similar. And favorite podcast. My Millennial Money. Yes. Obviously. I knew that. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, you better go home. And yeah, thanks for just hanging out. Thanks for having me, Glenn James. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, just been fun. So, and thank you to everybody who's uh, She's on the Money listener for listening. Thank you for My Millennial Money listeners for having a listen. It's just been a bit of fun. It has been a bit of fun. Totally. Yeah, big thanks all round. 
Alright, ta-ta. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.